0: The Super Delicious Cereal presents the adventures of Superman.
1: Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound.
0: Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman. Yes, it's Superman. Superman. And today, as we begin a brand new adventure for the Man of Steel, a strange situation has taken him to a small village outside of Metropolis. We'll join him there with his friend, the famous Batman, in just a moment. But right now, let's hear from our good friend,
1: Dan McCullough. You know, an old man's son is responsible for a lot of mighty fine things. Fact is, we just couldn't get along without him. And uh, one of the best things he does for you is to make that wonderful vitamin D that helps build strong bones and sturdy teeth. That's the very same vitamin D you get from each sunny serving of Kellogg's Pep. Actually, your day's need of vitamin D makes Pep extra good for you. Your mom knows that. And this super delicious whole wheat flake cereal is so doggone crisp and golden and fresh that, well, you feel like eating lots of it. What's more, the more Kellogg's Pep your family eats, the more comic buttons you get to add to your collection. Maybe a new comic strip character like Moon Mullins or Lillams or Superman himself. Maybe a duplicate so that you can have even more fun trading with your pals. And do you feel proud when you wear your whole collection pinned on your jacket or your dress or cap for everybody to see how many you have? But remember, there's only one way you can get these swell comic buttons. You can't buy them anywhere, and you don't send in any money, not even a box stop. All you do is to look inside every package of Kellogg's Pep for your prize. Better plan to eat lots of P-E-P-Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, the adventures of Superman. Summoned to police headquarters by Bruce
0: Wayne, otherwise known as Batman, Clark Kent was presented with a puzzling mystery. According to police reports, there had been three recent bank robberies in the outskirts of Metropolis, all of them apparently committed by the same person, a man seemingly possessed of superhuman strength. And in each case, the stolen money had been delivered to a different charitable organization. As Kent and Bruce Wayne were talking, a call came in that another bank had been burglarized the night before, and that a passing motorist had seen the thief, and reported he had been dressed in a blue costume and red cape similar to Superman's. As we continue now, Kent and Batman and his guys of Bruce Wayne have arrived at the village of Linhaven, 43 miles from Metropolis, where the latest burglary was committed. Sheriff Dawson is leading them to the rear of the one-story brick bank building. Listen.
2: I'll show you how the feller got into the bank, but I'm telling you, you won't believe it. Well, here we are. You see that window? Look at that, Kent.
3: The steel bars were wrenched out of their frame. Yes,
2: well, they probably hooked a steel cable to their car and pulled them out. No, sir. Well, how did they do it then, Sheriff? There was only one feller. The one Doc Trumbull seen running out of here with the satchel dressed up in the masquerade costume. I figured he ripped them bars out with just his hands.
3: Nonsense. They're solid steel bars, and they were anchored in concrete. Why, well, it would take Superman here... i uh, I mean that it would take a man of superhuman strength to do that.
2: Well, this here fellow's got a heap of strength, Mr. Wayne. I figure he's the same one who broke into the banks in Glen Forest, Hightown, and Thomasville. He yanked the bars off a window in Glen Forest just like he done here, and he pulled two steel doors clean off of their hinges in Hightown and Thomasville.
3: I can't believe it. But why do you say he did it with just his hands,
2: Sheriff? On account of there wasn't no marks on them windows or doors. None of the bars were sawed and none of the doors were jimmied. And no explosive was used either. Well, you could see somebody just laid two and ripped them off.
0: Well, he could have used a cable. I tell or... you,
2: he didn't. On account of he couldn't have used no cable on the vault door. What do you mean? Well, come on into the bank. All right. I'll show you. I never in all my born days did I ever see anything like this. Now, here's the vault room. Ain't no windows down here, and only the one set of steps to get down and up from the main floor. So how could the feller hook up any steel cables and run them outside to a car? It ain't possible.
3: Hmm. Well, uh, where's the vault you say he opened? It's right around this turn, Bruce. That's right. How'd you know, Mr. Kent? How?
1: Oh, I, uh, I... Great Jupiter. Look, Kent.
3: This big steel vault door was wrenched open.
1: Yes, and the door hasn't been cut and it hasn't been drilled.
2: That means no explosive was used. Of course there wasn't. I tell you, this, uh, This, uh, This Superman fella done it with just his own strength. Hey. Makes me shiver just to think
3: of a crook that strong running around loose. Well, there's only one man strong enough to rip this vault door open, and he's no crook. Oh, thanks, Bruce. Hey, wait a minute. Don't. Better not touch the door yet. There may be fingers, fingerprints on it. I imagine it's already been dusted for fingerprints. Right, Sheriff? That's right, young fella.
2: The only prints on it was the cashiers, the president of the bank, Mr. Hoffman, and Joe the porter. Joe's a wingy little fellow, and apart from Mr. Hoffman and the cashier not being big, strong fellas, either. They know the combination of the vault. That's right. Hey, you two think mighty quick. Look, Sheriff, your report said a Dr. Trumbull, I believe, saw somebody
0: leaving the bank last night. That's
2: right. Doc seen the fella run out with a satchel, which must have had the money in it. Well, why didn't he chase him? Well, oh, he couldn't. Doc had Mrs. Sawyer in the car. You see, she had appendicitis, and he was taking her to the hospital. Oh, I see. Also, he says this feller got away awful fast. Just like he was there one minute and gone up and smoked the next. What?
3: You mean he just vanished into
2: thin air? Yep, that's just about the size of it. Where can we see Dr. Trumbull, Sheriff? Oh, no, let's see. It's, uh, it's 11.30. Uh, Doc ought to be getting home for lunch about this time. I'll take you over there. Wow, nice of you to go to all this trouble, Sheriff.
3: Yes, it certainly is. Oh,
2: it ain't no trouble at all. <laughs> Maybe you'll give me a big write-up in your newspaper, Mr. Kent. If you do it, might help me some come election next June. I won't mind too much if you want to take some pictures of me either. This man you saw leaving the
0: bank last night, Dr. Trumbull, can you describe him to us? Why, yes, Mr. Kent, I got a pretty good look at him. He came around from the rear of the bank just as I turned out of Elm into Main Street. My headlights were right on him.
1: What did he look like?
0: He was a pretty big fellow, well built. How big? Why, uh, I'd say he was just about your height, Mr. Kent. Come to think of it, he was just about your build, too. Uh, what time was this, Doctor? Early this morning, about a quarter after one. Did you get a look at the man's face? No, he was wearing a mask. Uh-huh. But he had this strange costume on.
2: What was it like? I told you, Mr. Kenyon. I'd you... rather Dr. Trumbull
0: told me, if you don't mind, Sheriff. Well, it was a blue, skin-tight costume with a flowing red cape. Just like... Yes? Uh, well... Like the costume Superman wears. But I can't make myself believe it was Superman. He's always been on the side of law and order. He's one of the finest and greatest men we have. It couldn't have been
2: Superman. Of course not. Uh, What makes you so sure, Mr. Kent? How do you know? Well, I know. At least I think I do. You think? Now look, I never did believe all the talk and stuff in the papers about this Superman fella. Never believed there was a Superman.
3: But... Well, now, I, I ain't so sure. There's a Superman, all right. But he didn't have anything to do with the bank robbery well, last I night. I don't
2: know. Nobody but a feller like they say Superman is could have ripped them bars off the window and pulled the vault door off and done the same things at the banks in Glen Forest and Hightown and Thomasville.
0: Ah, uh, excuse me.
2: Dr. Trumbull speaking. Who? Yes, he's here. Uh, just a moment, please. For you, Shutter. For me? How oh, much price that? Yeah. Uh, who wants me? Oh, hello, Sid. Now, I didn't catch a fella yet. It's actually... Your... What? What, Sid? Give me that again. You uh, don't mean it. All of it? Well, I'll be uh, sure, sure, I'll be right over. Wait for me, Sid. Oh, the whole look crazy. No, no, no. I can't believe it. Well, what's wrong, sir? Well, when you hear this, Mr. Wayne. You too, Mr. Kent. And Doc, you know the $10,000 that was stolen out of the bank last night? Of course. Well, what about it? Well, that was Sid Hoffman, president of the bank. Yes? He just got a call from one of them big charities in Metropolis, the European War Orphans Relief. Wait a minute. You don't Yes, that... yes. Just like it happened after them other three robberies in Glen Forest, Hightown, and Thomasville. This charity gets a package by special messenger an hour ago. And dang if it ain't the $10,000. Well, well, how can they be sure it's the money from this bank, Sheriff? Well, a card come with it, Sid Hoffman said. Had the name of the bank written right on it. Just like the others, Kent. What do you make of it?
0: Ah, nothing. Unless... Unless what?
3: I'll tell you later. I want to get to the office of that war relief charity as soon as possible. That's a good idea. Uh, let's go. What time is it? Well... There's your answer.
2: Noon whistles at the aircraft factory. But I gotta be getting over to the bank. We'll give you a lift in our car,
3: and then go on to Metropolis. Come on, Bat. Uh, Bruce. Uh, goodbye, Doctor, and thanks.
0: Not at all.
3: Yes, thanks, Doctor. So long.
0: Hurrying from the doctor's house, Kent and Batman drive back to Metropolis. At the executive offices of the European War Orphans Relief Society, Mr. Keeler, secretary of the society, permits them to examine the brown paper parcel in which the strange gift of $10,000
3: had arrived a few hours before. Ah, Nothing on this paper wrapper, Kent. Either inside or out. Oh... May we see the card that came with the money, Mr. Keeler?
2: Well, I don't know, Mr. Kent. Inspector Henderson left word that nothing was to be disturbed until he got here. He's been delayed on another matter. Well,
3: I showed you my special police pass signed by the inspector himself. I'm sure he wouldn't object to your letting us see the card.
2: Well, I don't suppose there's any harm in showing it to you. The inspector's men have already examined it for fingerprints. I have it right here. Here you are, Mr. Wayne. Uh, thank you.
3: Hmm. A gift from the Lynn Haven National Bank, with the compliments of a friend. Let me
0: see it, Bruce.
3: A sure thing. Thanks. What?
0: Great Scott!
3: What's the matter, Kent? You're pale as a ghost. Kent, what's the matter?
0: Pale and trembling, Clark Kent stares at the card in his hand. Why has it shocked him so? What has happened? We'll return in a moment for the amazing climax of today's episode. But
1: first, here again is your announcer. You know, most everybody finds it pretty tough sometimes to get up in the morning the first time mother calls. But I know a young fellow who beats his mother to the kitchen nowadays because he always wants to make sure there's Kellogg's Pep for breakfast. And because he wants to be on hand every time mom opens a new package of Pep to get a new comic button for his collection. Yes, sir, these nifty comic buttons are real eye-openers. Full comic strip colors, bright red and blue and black, on a gleaming white enamel background. And the pictures of your favorite funny paper characters are drawn clear and sharp, so they stand out like anything. Why, you'd know them anywhere. Moon Mullins and Winnie Winkle and Superman and all the others. You see, there are 18 different buttons in this series. 18 different funny sheet friends to collect. Boy, it's a load of fun. And they're so easy to get. You don't send in any money for these exciting comic buttons, and you can't buy them anywhere. All you do is ask Mom to keep you supplied with plenty of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep. There's an exclusive prize in every package of P-E-P Pep, made by Kellogg's, the greatest name in cereals. Now, back to the adventures of Superman.
3: (laughs)
0: At the executive offices of the European War Orphans Relief Society, Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne, who was really the famous Batman, were shown the card enclosed with the stolen bank money. Suddenly paling, Kent led Wayne a few feet away out of earshot of the society secretary. Wayne is demanding... What's come over you, Kent? You're pale as a ghost and you're trembling. This card. The inscription on it. What about it? It's...
2: It's in my handwriting
0: his eyes literally popping from his head. Batman stares at Clark Kent in open-mouthed amazement. What does this mean? How could Kent have possibly written the card enclosed with the money stolen from the Lynnhaven Bank? Fellows and girls, there's thrilling mystery and excitement in our news story, different from anything you've heard before. So don't miss a single episode of it. Tune in tomorrow and every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station, and listen to... The Adventures of Superman.
1: Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound.
0: Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman.
1: Girls and girls, be sure to follow The Adventures of Superman. Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station, by the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. Superman is also a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman D.C. publications. Say, gang, you'll get a bang out of this. Kellogg's Variety is back. That's the Grand Ten package assortment of six swell Kellogg's cereals. Makes breakfast more fun than a picnic. Makes it easy for mom, too. No dishes to wash, thanks to the new Kell Bowl Pack. You can eat right out of it. What's more, these generous packages are great for lunch boxes and outings so ask Mom to hurry and get Kellogg's Variety at the grocer's her very first chance. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.